Welcome to episode two of series three of our OR Talks podcast. Today we'll be discussing apprenticeships and having a very special guest to discuss his OR journey. Here are your hosts, Neil Seeger and Mark Jovanovic. So Alex is very kind of joined us today. Alex is one of our partners. Some of you may know Alex, you may not know Alex. This is Alex. Good afternoon, everybody. It is afternoon, isn't it? Yeah. It's afternoon. It's afternoon. It's afternoon. afternoon. Well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Depends where they are, where they're listening. See, I've talked about that for ages. Do you <laughs> listen in the morning on the way to work, or do you listen later on in the day? When do you listen to your podcasts? When I'm in the car, driving, long journeys, or to and from the office. That's always a good one. Oh, that is a good one, actually. Yeah. That's probably the best time, actually, isn't it? Same. Yeah. I wouldn't, yeah. When else would you listen to it? Not when you're doing a bike ride. No, I think in the car, on a long journey, good podcast. Yeah, well, we have like, a like the OR podcast. It's always a good. <laughs> we haven't got Alex on talking about who listens to podcasts. <laughs> yeah, <totally laughs> I go off on journeys. Everyone knows. So, so we're we're here to talk about apprenticeships. And you were you were you were our first apprentice. Were you our first apprentice? Probably not the first. I don't think. Um, it's a long time ago, Neil. Should I elaborate you're, on? You're twenty three. Twenty six now. Oh well, yeah, twenty six. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> a little bit older. Um, so I don't think I was the first one. There was a couple of us at the time. Um, I think there have been some of the other partners now that are still here were probably earlier apprentices. Um, but yeah, I started as a Jimmy Junior. Blimey. So Kat came in straight from straight from school? Yeah, I, I knew you'd ask me questions like this. So I've got, for anyone who is watching the video, I've got a couple of bullet points because actually it was 27 years ago this year. Um, and I could just talk about it forever. I said to the guys before we started, how long have we got, et cetera, et cetera. Um, we haven't got four hours. So I started... <laughs> at Ormrodwater as an office junior on the 18th of June, 1997. Prior to that, I'd done my work experience here, um, which was good fun. Obviously, I enjoyed it a lot. And Gary Butter said to me, you've done a good job. Do you want to come back and do some work in the six weeks holidays? I thought, that's money. Yes, let's do it. Um, did that. I can't remember how many weeks I did. Um, and it was obviously very different. Very, very different back then. You had 16 column paperwork. And nowadays, everyone just uses computers. Um, did a really good job with the work experience, I think, because Gary then said to me, would you like a job when it comes to leaving school? I said, yes, please. And I think I, I did come in for an official interview, I think, with Gary. Um, I can't remember what it was. It had been before the 18th of June. And basically he said, if you'd like a job, you've got one. I finished school on the Tuesday and I started work on the Wednesday. So oh, I think wow. if you check the 18th of June, 1970, it's probably a Wednesday. Oh well, I will be checking. <laughs> See, go straight in. Wow, yeah, literally, no, no, some holidays, no, no. I don't really know why. Actually, why did I do that? Was it because I wanted to earn money? I think and save for a car. Um, I think back then, I don't know. I can't remember how how your GCSEs work, but you're not at school. School probably. I, I may have done my last exam on the Tuesday and then start work on a Wednesday. Yeah. So you didn't you didn't go to school for a whole week. You, you jump in and do an exam and go home and obviously study for your next exam because that's really important. Um, and I think, so when I finished the one on the Tuesday, I assume I just started working and just jumped in. Yeah. Wow. So what? What? So why did you, I know it was like work experience, but why did you choose accountancy? Um, yeah. It's very difficult. I don't see that's a really interesting question. I think, and I, again, I thought about this, probably not very prepared, but this morning thinking about this again, because there's been... I know the certain questions that you're obviously going to ask just because I, I guess that you'd ask me that question. The truth is, I think it was because I was good at maths. I was always 
probably a high level um, on the workbooks, you know, whatever it is that you're, you're learning at the time, you know, average might have been level six and I was on level seven or something. Um, I'm not as good as my brother at maths. I'll say that he's exceptional. And I think I thought if I'm good with figures, why not get a job in accountancy? That's obvious, isn't it? I think the truth is <clears throat> going back to the work experience, I had, I had a choice that I could come and do work experience at OR um, or I think what I really wanted to do, I wasn't good enough to be a professional footballer, so unfortunately that that dream disappeared. Oh, Probably the same to you, Neil. Yeah. Thank uh, you, Mark, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. Um, but for whatever reason, it might have been Colin McRae rally on the PlayStation. I wanted to be a rally driver. And my dad, who's a builder, um, he built, he, he's a builder, obviously, and he built a massive warehouse. I think it was called Dome Motorsport on the Aston Fields Industrial Estate. And I was going to go there to just be, I don't know, a mechanic or whatever it is. Um, but I chose the easy option because I could get out of bed, get in the car with my brother who works here, who worked here and still works here now as a partner at the Bromsgrove office. Um, so I think I chose the easy option because I could get a lift at work and back. Oh. <laughs> and then I think I enjoyed it and I liked it and I was quite good at it. Um, and yeah, that was, I think that was the main deciding factor, I think, at then, because it's, I think when you first start, it's, it's, it's very different to what I know now. And I always try and say to the apprentices or, you know, the, the young people that start, the first six to 12 months aren't what it's really like. That's just, you know, learning about tax or learning about accounts, whatever it is, it changes. But I think the honest answer was because I had a lift at work and I was good at maths. Ah, it's different. Everything's different, though, isn't it? So it's honest. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, every person you ask would have different reasons yeah. for being an accountant. And, and actually, why you become an accountant? And actually, being an accountant isn't necessarily what you expect being an accountant to be like. No. For me, it was better. And when you're 16, 17, you have no idea really what you want to do, do you? So it's about trying things out. And... Yeah, 100%. And I've just, we've, to my daughter, who's 13, um, my wife and I and our little boy, who's eight, um, she had an option the evening recently to choose her GCSEs. And there actually wasn't many options in the end once you've chosen what you want to choose. But we were discussing business studies. Yeah. And I think it mine probably goes back to business studies as well. I'm not saying I thoroughly enjoyed that lesson with certain teachers, <laughs> um, but, you, but I think you learn so much about it and I think one of the points that I might harp on about a bit later is it's not just my friends used to think that I just sat behind a desk with a calculator and a piece of paper adding up sums and it's <laughs> it couldn't be any further from the truth to be honest um, so I think the business studies and I was interested in business I was probably interested in money I wanted to earn money I wanted to do okay I wanted to have a nice house and you know be able to do okay so I think the business side of thing interested me as well, really to learn about the the world and how businesses work and there's a there's a there's a bigger thing to it, isn't there? And many it's, sorts it's, of business. Yeah, tons and tons and tons. Yeah, so I think that was that was my decision. And yeah, what a good one it's turned out to be. So I'll now ask you another long, long question. And obviously we, we know you do work experience and obviously we, we know why you became so talk talk me a little bit about your time at OR, what it's been like. Uh, from I mean, obviously, I, I know that could be a long question, but that's a really long question, guys. That is, um, I suppose, trying to strip it back. Doing think when we when I started, and this, this isn't a whole journey about the 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 All My Brutal, which is forty years this year, but it was very different. We had I think literally four computers. Laptops didn't really exist, and so we shared the four computers. There was a little desk and four computers, one of the old-fashioned dot matrix printers. Yes. Um, the likes of Tony Archer, who's a partner. He had his own printer in his own office. Wow, what a legend. Um, 
we had to book in slots to use the computers because everything was done on, on paper. So we've still got the eight column paper floating around the office. Some people won't have a clue, especially anyone under the age of probably 25, what 16 column is. And I remember doing my work experience, and I spoke to Amy about this recently. Um, I won't mention the client's name, but Gary Russell will know the client I'm talking about. I remember the client reference, and I remember having to go through all of this client's check stubs and analysing it all out, but you had to do it manually. And to do it manually, it's literally check number one, it was £33 petrol, so you write it down, but yeah. put it in that colour petrol. <laughs> yeah. Then you add it up on that sheet. I think this client probably had, I'm not sure if they stitched me up to see how patient I was and how <laughs> dependable and committed. I probably got to about 20 pages of this 16 column. And if wow. you make a mistake when you're adding it up, you've got to do it again, you've yeah. got to do it again. Um, so that, that was my first start, I suppose. Um, I did go out on audits quite a bit to start with because it was only, let's say, 25 staff at that time at OR. You all just, you all did bits of everything, really, mm. I think. Um, so I went out on quite a few audits. It was quite good fun. I learned quite a lot doing those things. Started doing, you know, more detailed summaries, I suppose, of jobs. Um, and then, yeah, I think it's just spiralled. When was that? 97. I did... Me and another guy that used to work here opened up an office in Bromsgrove. <clears throat> it wasn't the very, very original office, but there's another one we had to begin with that was above what was Blockbuster Videos in Bromsgrove. So probably did that for 18 months, 12 months, two years maybe. Um, came back to the Oakley to do more work on accounts. Later down the line became an accounts manager, um, which just meant running a team of 5, 10, 15 people, however many it is, to make sure that we're as efficient as possible and we're delivering an amazing service. Um, I could keep going forever, guys. Uh, <laughs> after that, what did I do? I did get involved in looking after from a tax investigations point of view. So obviously at times, HMRC may have questions on a client's tax returns. I did that for a few years. And I think when it, when it settled a little bit was when we bought our first office on the, the, the business centre that we sat on now. I opened that probably in, I think I might have this secretly written down somewhere, maybe, let me check. I think it's about 2010, somewhere like that, maybe just a bit before. Um, did that, run that, became a partner in, I don't know, 20, I've got that written down somewhere as well. Just don't let that camera see me reading it because I don't think I've got it written down. 2014, actually, wow, 10 years ago this year. Became a partner, um, started taking on my own clients and yeah, it's built from there to there. Met my now beautiful wife working here. Mm. <clears throat> um, so that's the best thing of obviously having a, a job here. It's the best, best thing. <laughs> <laughs> and it is a true story. Um, what else? Yeah, that's probably a quick... I think one of, one of the key things of that is actually all the things that you've done over the years have actually led you to where you are. It's not just being you, you've joined and become a partner straight away and that's you know, hasn't happened yesterday. It's it's all yeah, taking time. Experiences in loads of different sections of the business. You know it from the ground up, basically, don't you? Yeah, gen genuinely. It's, I've actually gone a bit goosebump saying that because it is, I like to think it's quite an interesting journey and I'd love to have more time to talk to anyone that would want to talk about it. And we, I do have quite a chat with the apprentices at start and such like. Um, and I think the biggest thing I would say to them, and I've, I've used this analogy in appraisals before, that... I always used to say, imagine there's a ladder on the wall and actually, whether it's Neil or Mark or Alex, I was at the bottom of that ladder, literally just about touching the top rung and it's up to you how far you want to progress your career. I'd like to think where we're different here and I hope to think I'm, I'm proof of that as with some of the other partners. 
that hard work, dedication, commitment, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. You can, you can do what you want. I suppose the world is genuinely your oyster. Um, we wouldn't stop anyone. I suppose if someone wanted to have a conversation about opening another office in wherever it might be, you know, we'd, we'd listen to anyone about anything. If someone's committed and dependable and wants to work hard, we'll, we'll do it. I suppose to just quickly check in there, that was another example when I think it was probably, I don't know, 2019, um, somebody came to us and asked us if we'd like to buy their accountancy practice. We said, well, let's have a look. They had something like 65 clients that were actors and entertainers. We did take it on. I was fortunate enough to be in the right place at the right time. And that was handed to me to manage and to operate and to run and to become a, a partner of that business. And then through, I think, hard work, commitment, dependability, long hours, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, and having a very good team around us, that's now a separate business with thousands of clients. Um, that's just, yeah, I think that just proves that whatever you want to do, you can, you can do it. It's, it's fascinating. I find it fascinating. All because it's it's it's, pri it's a privilege. I mean, particularly for, for us to to go through go through that journey and actually see that journey. You know, from from actually apprentice all the way through. Yeah, it's something I say to people when they start all the time. It very much is a case here, as cheesy as it sounds. What you put in, you do get out. Genuinely, it's that sort of place. It's what hard work is <laughs> recognised. Mm. Yeah, I'd like to think that. And my wife, my wife would definitely vouch for the hard work, the late nights, the late evenings. We've we've just all come through January. Whenever anyone's listening to this, and even now at the, the young age of forty three, um, you know, I still put the hours in. As to you, as does most of the staff. Obviously, everyone's putting the work in. Not the most of the staff, every one of the staff members. Um, and you can, you know, you can you can evolve. We had twenty five staff probably ish. Give or take two or three, and now we're at something like two thirty, two forty. I don't know the exact number, but it's a big number. And that's from being, I think, a good place to work and a good team. You guys have been here forever. Um, <laughs> so yeah, it is. It's a, it's a good story. I could talk about it forever, and maybe one day I might write a book on something. Maybe. <laughs> like so I have another question. Okay, <laughs> another one that answered all the questions. <laughs> <laughs> so, because obviously one of the crossroads people get, obviously we're talking about apprenticeships and whatever, is do you do, go unit uni or do you go obviously apprenticeship? And that's not the question I'm asking you because obviously that's a, it's a difficult question to answer. But actually, what do you think the advantages are of learning on the job? It's a difficult one to answer, but it's an easy one to answer. I think it's like any job that you do, whether it be a builder or an accountant or a plumber. There's a reason why apprentices are, are so big and popular, isn't it? That you, you're learning on the job, you're there. So when I was learning 20-something years ago, I've forgotten already, um, in 1997, you can't be really learning by being there and watching, say, Pete Ormrod doing his thing or Gary Rutter doing his thing or, you know, whoever. I, I, I don't know. I think it's I think it's huge to actually have any opportunity of anything, whatever it is in life, whether it's accountancy or plumbing or building. Yeah, it's important to study and, and do your exams and all of that stuff. But the, the the practical side of it is where you really, really learn, I suppose, like anything, isn't it? Um, yeah. You can't beat any, you know, you can you can probably learn to become a football player, but until you're playing a football team, it's completely different, isn't it? Yeah. Um, so I think, I think it's huge. I think that the fact of having an opportunity to study and to learn on the job and probably more than anything, be surrounded by hopefully people that you may aspire to be like and with us here all of our doors are always open and you know if Mark's by my office or Neil you're by my office it's open you have a chat and you know that goes from 
the newest apprentice that's recently started to whoever it is, um, you can't learn that at, 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 at any university or college or anything. I think it's priceless, actually. The more I think about it, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that that is that's the one thing that you know I, I can definitely say when I was when I was apprentice, that's what I learned an awful lot from was actually working and apply, applying learning the knowledge at college, applying the knowledge. And when you apply the knowledge, you understand it an awful lot more. Yeah. And actually you can apply that same knowledge to 25 different scenarios. Yeah. And when you're at college as well, you're given the perfect scenario, aren't you? You've yeah. everything you need. Yeah. In real life, you don't get that. You have Correct. to draw information from multiple sources. Find it yourself sometimes. <laughs> Oh, mate. So, final question. Final oh, question. This, this well, one. <laughs> I'll, I'll elaborate on this one. Okay, well, final question from me, definitely. It's going to be, so if, if you were to be talking to somebody now who's looking to start a career in accountancy, what would you say, what, what would you say to them? Of course, I think. Um, that's me saying to myself. Again, interesting one, and I can sort of relay that to the discussions we've had with my daughter of like of what what do you want to do and she's 13 at the moment and she's good as gold bless her as is my son as well um i think you you don't know what you want to do when you're 13 or 14 or 15 i it's difficult how to answer this actually because i was I'm, in fact i'm going to say it it depends what you want to get out of life as well i think so for instance, and again, talking about my daughter again, you probably will be listening to this, Jessica, and picking me up for my accent and other silly things. <laughs> um, you've got to follow your dreams to start with, I think, haven't you? That's important for anything in life. Mm -hmm. Life's busy, life's stressful, having kids work, you know, everything like that. You, you've got to find a balance. And I think so, A, would be follow, the, follow your dreams, do what you want to do. Um, if, I've forgotten the question there, but I think it was about if you want to go into a county, what would I say? Yeah. So I'm going to go along that lines. It's spot on. Um, I would say do it 100%. Any profession, I would say do it. You think it's a it's a good, safe role. Um, if, repeating everything we've said before, if you're committed and dependable and hardworking, then you can you can do anything you want. And there's so much more than sitting behind a desk with a calculator. Hmm. That I was thinking about this just driving over now that, you know, I've got I've got clients of mine um that I've been their accountant or the their friend, let's say, for probably 20 years. I've seen their kids grow up from being, you know, one day old to now 20 years old, having their own families and children and stuff. And even when I talk to my wife about work, you know, I'm, I'm lucky I do thoroughly enjoy my job. Yeah, there's stressful times and the likes of COVID was horrendous for a lot of businesses. And I used to say to my wife, when she'd say, have you had a good day? Um, I said, oh, yeah, it's really good, but I've probably spent half of that week, half of that day being an accountant. The other half was actually being... A business advisor stroke counsellor in yeah. COVID. I know we're through COVID and it was almost four years ago. <clears throat> but the variety, the variation, whatever you want to call it, you're not just adding numbers up with an abacus or a calculator or whatever it is. You, you're helping people grow their businesses. You're helping people with their problems. You are almost a, a doctor of a, of, a, of a business at times. Yeah. And again, I could talk about that for hours and days and days and days that, you know, I get excited about businesses and clients. <clears throat> And we've had businesses that have started with literally their, their income or their profit for the one year was £5,000. And then five years after that, I've sold for, you know, a significant sum of money, tens and tens and tens of millions of pounds. You can't help but feel a part of it and the excitement. And we've got so many good clients that, <clears throat> you know, all of our clients are good, we love all of them, obviously. But the size that we are now and you see 
that company's logo or when you know we drove to the airport recently and you can see that lorry that's our client you go past that pub that's our client you go past you know we've got people on the television that's our client someone on the radio someone doing better podcast than this is our client um, <laughs> it's the best podcast ever second sorry i got that wrong um so i think it's it's to try and summarize that question do it don't you won't ever regret it and it's far more um far more rewarding than what you would expect it to be i think particularly as you progress you get more involved neil you get involved with a lot of clients now mark you get involved with a lot more clients mm -hmm. and it just brings a different spin doesn't it and yeah i might have similar type clients and i might see neil every year let's say if he's a client every six months every 12 months but you you become friends with them and yeah. you're helping them and yeah yeah so I do it do it don't, I think that's one of the key points, actually, when you say when you said about <laughs> the fact that it's not just sat behind a desk with a calculator. A lot of people think that that's what accountants yeah. do. And actually, the business advice thing, people, especially, you know, I sort of apprentices and, and, and people at school leavers and stuff, and they don't realise that's what we do. They don't realise that we actually become, as you said, like business doctors, effectively. You can't explain it. I think even the last week, I'm trying to think, what have I, what conversations have I had in the last week? I think it's people looking at buying a business. They want my opinion, whether they should buy it or whether they shouldn't buy it. People looking at selling their business. I've had two of those this week. They're, they're, they're you know, getting to retirement age. Should they sell it? Should they not? What price should they get for it? What are the tax consequences? What are they going to do with the money after they've sold? Mm -hmm. um, I don't know. There's just there's, there's, there's all sorts of people looking to get a mortgage. And then how's the best way for them to buy a house that they're maybe going to rent out? And there's, you get involved significantly <clears throat> with people's lives. And that's what brings, I suppose... There's a, there's a big level of responsibility I think can be um, massively. Yeah, I was going to use the word, I was going to use the word underestimated. It's not underestimated, but there's the, there's a responsibility that you have there to help your clients mm -hmm. and guide them as well as you can. And obviously, they all appreciate it. You become friends with all of them. Um, but I think yeah, I think just just do it hundred percent. Every day is different. Every day is definitely different. What else? I'm trying to think. What other things I've had? There's just tons. There's tons. I could. You did say it's a final question, so I better. My final, my final question. Mark, Mark's on, obviously. Obviously, obviously, you've been here a long time. I'm just actually warming up now, guys. It's fine. I've got loads of time. Yeah. So, you've been, like in accountancy for such a long time, then what's been the biggest change, and how do you see things changing going forward? Oh, great question. Yeah. Biggest change is easily technology. So you say that, yeah, from the year talking about the sixteen. Yeah, that's the paper. You passed in sixteen columns. Oh, so you've not oh, experienced it, mate. Put away. Then when I started, at your age, forty-seven. The biggest change is technology, and I don't necessarily mean in a good way either. Always, yeah, um, because. Back in the olden days, you know, I think when I started, I don't think emails existed, and that makes me sound really, really old. Um, <laughs> letters and faxes. I think, I think the managers had just got email addresses. Someone asked me to send a fax the day, actually. Somebody, <laughs> had, I had to fax something to somebody, and I couldn't even remember. The last, it was probably 20 years ago I sent a fax, but that was the thing. I think technology has changed it for really good reasons and also really bad reasons. The, the demand of life, and I'm not saying it's <clears throat> our clients or anyone's clients, it's all of us, 
it's when I was talking to my, my wife about it recently, I think I put it down to it's almost the Amazon Prime effect. Yeah. That if Mark wants to buy a new microphone today or Neil wants to buy some new football boots or something, which he might not buy now at the moment, <laughs> um, you don't want to wait two days or three days. You want it tomorrow. So Mr. Amazon comes along and it's on your doorstep at nine o'clock tomorrow morning, which I think our expectations, if I'm dealing with, I don't know, let's say I'm buying a house and I'm dealing with a solicitor, I'm impatient. And I think the whole world is impatient. So I think technology is really, really good because I can email a client, I can Zoom a client. I was talking to someone in LA last week and you know New York the week before and someone in Birmingham the week before and stuff, whatever. You know, it's technology is amazing, but it does have its drawback at times. But I think that's just a society thing. Um, when you look at the younger staff now, some of them don't even have paper and a pen, which is quite interesting. It's just yeah. laptop, laptop, laptop. Um so, yeah, I think that's the biggest change, I think, for better and for worse. For um, how do I see it changing? I don't really know, actually. It's really difficult to predict. You would think that it's obviously going more automated. Making tax digital has been on the cards for the last 93 years, and it keeps changing the date that it's coming in. Um I think it's going to happen at some stage. I think it will, won't it? Obviously, it's going to yeah. the way the banks all operate now with their trendy bank stamps, all the challenger banks with, you know, they analyse all the things now. All of the challenger banks are offering this accountant software. But I'd like to add software never, ever replaces an accountant or a tax advisor ever, no matter how much paper the software can't replace an accountant. It really bugs me. Um, but it definitely can't replace the accountant just in case that one didn't go through. Um, <laughs> so I think MTD will kick off and it's going to be a big thing in the next, I don't know, two, three, four, five, six years, whenever it is, there will be quarterly tax returns going in probably. And there's just going to be a bigger demand for the advisory side of things yeah. where you're that doctor for your clients, um, you know, guiding them more, I think. I think that's probably, yeah, the future, maybe. Yeah, that's a great question. Yeah. Like that answered that really well as well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, you agree with what you said there. Absolutely. Advisory is going to become more important. Mm. Which is good. That's, that's, that's the more time to do it as well, mate, with technology. So yeah, I think you could, it's difficult, isn't it? Because everyone with everything in life, you assume software is the answer to everything. <clears throat> a client asked me yesterday, which software should I buy? Should I get Zero or QuickBooks or Sage or this or that? And my question back to them was, and this is how transparent we are, well, how much is your income? And they said a figure of X. Um, how many invoices do you send out a month? Well, probably one a month. Do you have many receipts? Probably about 10. Um, my honest answer was, don't bother to forget the software. You don't what do you want software for. Um, in that person's particular interest, it's complete overkill. Save the twenty or thirty pounds per month. I'd rather you give it to an accountant who will actually advise you, or if you've already got an accountant, you know, save it for a rainy day or something. You don't, you don't have to have it. But I think because the software companies are very good at their marketing and their branding and everything else, and they are very good. I'm not, I'm not saying bad things about software, it's elite and it's amazing, but not every person in the world would necessarily need them. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Is that all your questions? That is, that is all the questions. But you'd recommend apprenticeships? You'd recommend 100%. From your personal journey? 100%. I wouldn't fault it. And if anyone's got any questions, I would answer them. If they even was unsure about it, I'd sit and talk to them. Because I think the last 26, 27 years, um, <clears throat> I think you learn so much, you you grow as a person and you meet interesting people and you help them and you meet great staff members like 
Well, I suppose you two. I'm gonna say that actually, but it is true. You are two great staff members, but now I think 100% apprenticeships is the way to go, and we're here and ready when anyone wants to talk about apprentices. Brilliant. Thank you very much. Right. Thank you for answering the kind of questions and being so honest as well. Yeah, really make sure it. you boys get back to your desk work really hard. Okay? <laughs> Thank you. No messing around. Thank you, Alex. Thanks, guys. So, so th thank you, Alex. That was absolutely amazing. I mean, I think we both learned a lot about, yeah. about his journey. Really and his journey was, was, was fantastic. Now, you'll notice that, that Alex has changed. Um, Alex has changed to... A female. Well, that, okay. Is that, is that how we're going to... That's, that's your name. So, the female who has joined us. <laughs> so, I'm Katie. I'm the recruitment advisor, and I deal with all the recruitment coming in and out of the business. I'm all yeah. done. So, Alex has changed into... Yeah. <laughs> Katie, yeah. thank you. So, Katie, here's a bit, a bit of an idea. Obviously, we've heard Alex's journey and, and all that, and, and, and how actually what you can gain from an apprenticeship. But, so tell us a bit about our OR, obviously apprenticeship scheme and yeah. how so our, our scheme has been running since 2012. Um, yeah. Well, actually in 2015 as well, we were considered for an award oh. um, and we won. Oh, so nice. since then we've been considered as well. So it's an award winning scheme. Um, we offer mainly the accountancy side, so AOT, um, but we also offer them in other areas of the business as well. So we've got people in payroll and we've considered people for OSS in business admin. So we consider all routes. Um, right. We aren't just on the level three and four. It goes right the way up to level seven. Um, and that includes seven years of study to get there. And it's all okay. exam based. So you do your exams, you study alongside. Um, for the apprentices, they're allowed one day a week out the office to go to Kaplan. They do their study, all the travels included for that as well. So that's a swing. You work time as well. Yeah. So, so you get paid to study. You get paid to study. That's exactly it. You get your qualification free and you get time off as well. So you, your annual leave is included. You get all the same rights as an employee. That's fantastic. Um, that sounds brilliant. Yeah. What yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so you get one you get one day a week, you get your qualification, you go to college. Yeah. Um so and then and then off the back of that you can you can apply the things that you've learned at college during your day job. I think that's the most important thing about apprenticeship as well, is the on the job training and the off the job training. I think you know, you can go to university and you can do a degree, um, but you can't apply it for another four yeah. years. And True. you can get the same level of qualification whilst doing it alongside. So you get that little bit of a head start as well. You're not coming out of university and trying to find your feet in how to work in an office, how to deal with people at different levels within an office. You're learning that throughout your time while you're yeah. training, which I think is really important for people who learn differently. I mean, I did an apprenticeship myself because I can't sit in a lecture hall and listen for three hours and then write an essay on it afterwards. It's just not how I work. So I think it's really helpful for people who learn differently. And there's so much more support. I think because you're learning about how to work in an office, how to deal with different people at different levels. So just following on from that, how we work here is slightly different because we're, we're sat in pods. Yeah. So within the pods, you have a member of staff at every level. So you okay. can literally see how a job that you guys would do would go from start to finish right the way up to a senior manager checking it and approving it. Um, so I think that's really helpful from something we do as a business different to other places. 
I think that's really helpful. Yeah, the managers aren't just sat away in offices away. Actually, the managers yeah. are sat out yeah. with Everyone's them. With together, the, oh, well, we, we, we are. Yeah. So the managers are like, we don't want them. <laughs> yeah, we, obviously, we, we do, don't we, Mark? Yeah, you know, yeah. We work really closely with our teams, and there's nothing to stop an apprentice coming up and asking us a question. Yeah. Anything, and they do constantly throughout the day, which is great. It's how people learn. Yeah. And that's one of the things I think is really good, is that when you come in as an apprentice, you're not on your own as well. No, as absolutely. a group of you, everyone's going through it or just been through it. It's always someone to ask. Yeah, and you are assigned a mentor and a buddy yeah. as well. So the buddy has usually gone through the same thing the year previous. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, even you questions of which train do I get, where do I go? You've got someone to, to support you through that. And your mentor as well is slightly more, has probably has slightly more information about the industry yeah. and the actual qualification yeah. itself. So you've always got someone to go to. Yeah, and it's really good for the mentor and the buddy as well because it shows them how much they've learned since they've been yeah. here. Like the Absolutely. apprentices always say that, don't they? Can't believe how much I've learned. And it's yeah. up to they teach someone they know. They realise they know it. Yeah. yeah, that's it. They realise they know it then, don't they? Yeah. They, they apply it. Yeah. Is that because ah. it's just that continued development, isn't it, throughout? So obviously I get, I get paid to go to college. Um, I get my day release. I get all the, Is there anything else that I get as part of being an apprentice? So you still get the same benefits as a university student. So you can apply for uni days, your NSU card, still get your employee discounts, that kind of thing. Ah. And that's without having to do a four-year course and live away from home. You can still and, get the And I have the uni day to the company yeah. there, but yeah. uh, I'm not going to mention too much on that one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So you get your qualifications paid for. You don't have to think about that. You don't have to think about your student loans. You don't have to think about, you know, you can do it locally as well. Yeah. You don't have to relocate all over the country to go and... Do it. The only thing you do miss out on is the uni experience, which yeah. I think some people do probably make up for. I think you, yeah, you know, we have a great social scene, we have exactly. the best part in the world, so you know. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I don't know, I'm more than more than make up for it. I think we yeah. do with our with our social side and our you know, just well, everything to be fair with our absolutely. So, what happens? So, you know, so I'm at school, um, and I'm considering an apprenticeship, yeah. So, what how, how does how how do I go about? Becoming an apprentice, what do I do? Well, there's loads of different ways. There's gov.uk, which has got all your apprenticeship schemes on there. You can go on there. Um, for us, we have it on our website. We've got an early careers page where you can go on there and you can look at the graduate apprenticeship and you can also look at the, the lower level apprenticeship, so for the school leavers. Yeah. Um, and on there, it's, it's just an application form. You send us your CV. So your CV, you know, it's, it's quite difficult when you are a school leaver yeah. because you might not have that much on there. Yeah. But Anything that can tell us a bit more about yourself, what you've done previously, is great to go on there because it just builds an idea of you as a person and also your skills that you could bring to the table. And the one thing I, I've looked around actually before before we spoke and how how few accountancy apprenticeships are actually out there. There aren't actually that many, yeah. which did surprise me actually. But when I was an apprentice looking to apply, the one thing I was worried about was the CV side of things. Yeah. You're thinking, well, actually, all I've got is my score and the fact that I went to work experience once and I might have been the, you know, the the milk the milk boy in you know year eight yeah. you know so I don't have milk anymore but you know what I mean so actually that's what I had on there but that's not a problem is it no absolutely because everyone's in the same boat it's you know you're all school leavers it's not like someone's going to have done eight years in accountancy yeah. practice right out of school it's just not the way it's going to work um so you can include things any transferable skills so I know I did Duke of Edinburgh so that is straight on there there's so many yeah. things that you can pull from just your day-to-day -day life as well you know if you if you're a young carer things like that you can pull from those experiences yeah. and just any transferable skills that you think would tie into to working in a new business okay so then once you've sent the cv in what's the next stage from there how does it all work so once you've sent your cv in usually we have it open for a few months because we do get quite a high volume yeah. of of applications um so after that we'd create a pool so we would screen the cvs of people that we think would be good for the role we create a pool and then we have recruitment days 
So rather than just your, your very formal, scary interview coming in and having an hour with the senior managers. Yeah, being grilled. Which can be quite daunting because <laughs> interviews are daunting, but especially when you're right out of school and you, you just haven't experienced that before. Yeah. Um, so we do recruitment days. So you'd have a, you wouldn't be on your own. You'd have a group of people coming in with you. Um, and we would... All apprentices. Yeah. All apprentices, yeah. yeah. yeah okay. All apprentices. So it would just be... You're all in the same boat. All in the same boat. Um, so we'd do a group session in the morning. So you kind of get to know who you're interviewing with, meet the people who will be interviewing you which just makes you a little bit more comfortable yeah yeah and then we do an icebreaker so just again to get people used to each other get people used to the environment um and break the ice of course absolutely yeah, yeah. a bit awkward coming in yeah imagine. exactly um and then we do an activity so the activity could be anything but from that activity we kind of see how people work we can understand you know how people deal with each other you yeah. work as a team um, and then following on from that, we do do a formal interview in the afternoon. But by that point, you'll be so comfortable. You'll know who you're speaking to. You'll, you'll know what's going on. Um, so you'll be a lot more relaxed for that. Um, and then from those, we catch up the next day, review all the applications. And then we put people through to a second stage, which is slightly more formal. But again, you'll have done it by then. You'll be used to it and ready to go. Ah, sounds quite fun, actually. Doesn't yeah. it? That, it doesn't yeah. sound too bad, actually. It sounds too daunting. Yeah. It's, yeah. It is it's difficult when you're actually thinking, what on earth is this going to be like? Yeah. yeah. And that's the idea of t today is to obviously put that out there and tell people, actually, yeah. please don't be, don't be worried, don't be scared about it. It's actually, you know, you're not the yeah. first person or the last person to go through it. We've all, we've all yeah. been through it. And generally, the people that are interviewing are people that have been through the apprenticeship scheme anyway, yeah. so they know what it's like to be like that. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, not expecting anything amazing. Like, you don't have to have been living accountancy your whole life and then it's about you yeah. as a person isn't it yeah. and the, the one the one interesting fact that i just saw somebody that actually and the one thing that they, they found surprising is you don't have to have necessarily done a gcc or an a level in accountancy to apply just as long as you've got a level two to go on to that level three you it doesn't need to be related just as long as you've got a keen interest and it's something that you want to do um because i think you know you might start an apprenticeship and it's not something you're fully interested in you can't really give yourself fully to it so I think you do have to have that interest, but you don't have to have any experience, yeah. even in any job history, any work experience, just as long as you've got that keen interest and those transferable skills. And the, the drive, the drive, and the drive. To, drive to learn and succeed, I think is the one thing that we learned from, learned from Alex, really, yeah, didn't we? Yeah, so applications, they're open now? People go on to do it now? Open, yeah, on the website, you can go through there, or if you want to send us your CV in, that's absolutely fine. Uh, we've got the recruitment email address, which is just recruitment at All My Butter. Nice and easy to yeah, That's nice and easy, yeah. Yeah, so if you just send your CV over to there, um, or you can give us a call, and we're happy to talk to you about the opportunities, you know, explain it a little bit more in a bit more depth. Um, and yeah, it's super simple. And we do also have our WhatsApp line that's going to be given. I'm not going to make you do the number now. Don't worry. Don't worry. Oh, go on, then. Go on, you can WhatsApp yeah. what? What's the WhatsApp? 01905 So you can phone us on that number and you can also WhatsApp us. Oh, amazing. So then, then we can pass the Even pass easier. the inquiry on to you know to, to recruitment yeah. if, if required or answer any questions you've got. So amazing. So so yeah, so um I've applied, I've done, done my interview. Um I've been successful. Yeah. Then what happens? We'd have you in. You you come in to start. Um, we ease you in nice and simple. It's not like you, you're not going to be coming in and you know working at your guys' level straight away. <laughs> Here's your box of receipts. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we'd ease you in. Then you'd be enrolled in Kaplan. Kaplan, you have your mentors and your that's our training provider. That's the college. that's our training provider who do all the courses right the way from level three to level seven. So you'd yeah. all be going to the same place. Um, and we'd just ease you in. Nothing too serious straight away. Um, you'd get into your courses, you then start, you have a mixture of modules and it just depends when 
when it starts. Fall into that, yeah. When yeah. you fall into that. So let's then I go to I go to college and I'll be learning. So we'd all go to college. Let's just say there was I don't know, let's like number five of us. Yeah. So we're five of us. We're all doing AAT. We're all yeah. fresh out of school. You know, we've got, obviously we come in the office. Um, we work. You know, all side by side when we're working, and then we go and study the same course together. Yeah, you do all the same course together. Obviously, we do have other apprentices in the business that are studying slightly different things. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the main yeah. one we do is AAT. Um, and yeah, you'll do your 20% off the job training. So that's usually your day at cap plan. And then throughout the week, you are allowed time to study as well. Um, okay. So revision is a big thing because it's all exam based. Um, but yeah. you'd have, again, you'd have the support yeah. from the rest of the so team. Loads of support all the time, yeah. isn't it? And now, that's not just from your peers. That's from, you know, as in people that are studying with you. It's people who have already been through it. Yeah. Senior, senior managers all the way through to, to partners sometimes. Yeah. They, yeah. They, they don't they do the studying, <laughs> but they, uh, they do the support side of things yeah, as well. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, we've got 80 people studying in the business. So you can just see how much we're, we invest in development and progression. And, you know, I think it's really important to us as a business to investing people because I mean you know like Alex yeah he started as an apprentice he's still here um we've had I think about 100 apprentices since the team started and wow. about 52 percent of them are still with us so which, amazing. you know yeah. over the course of 12 years I think is massive yeah. for people yeah. who still want to be here and for people who have left as school leavers and come here it's the only job they've ever known and for them to want to stay here and want to progress throughout I think is really a testament to us and yeah. the way we do things well, a lot of our, a lot of our you know sort of a few of our managers yeah uh, are, are people that have come come in as apprentices and they're still they're still with us now or good you know how long's dan been dan's been a good what 18 years i think he's been with us now so you know it's it's a long it's a long time you're giving people's age away here neil you've got to be careful didn't say his last name <laughs> don't worry about that there's many 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 dan's so we've got away with that one but you know it's just actually people people do stay and people you know it's not just you know, people come and do the, do the training and go. Actually, the firm is really good. It's a good training firm, but it's also a good firm after you've finished your qualifications yeah, to stay with, learn and grow. Alex is a prime example yeah. of that. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a, it's a good advert for, for apprenticeships. I, I think, if, 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 I mean, yeah. if you asked me would I be, you know, university or apprenticeship, well, obviously I went through apprenticeships, so yeah. it's yeah. what I'll be choosing that option. Yeah, and I mean, I did apprenticeship myself as well. And, you know, I'm still in the same field that I did my apprenticeship in. Um, I think just think it's a perfect stepping stone for people who don't learn in the way of going to uni and don't want to go to uni but want to get straight into work and you get paid. There's nothing yeah. worse to, for doing, like, I don't know, let's just say you did economics, for example, at at A-level. Economics at A-level and degree are going to be a little bit different. Yeah, and once you've bought yourself into the economics degree, you're sort of doing the economics degree. You yeah. can't really go, wow, actually. I yeah, fancy it today, actually. I don't fancy it anymore. But actually, with the apprenticeship, you get the idea, you get the, the case to, tr to try the job as well and actually develop your, your path on that journey. Yeah. It's not just rigid. That's, I mean, it is for a little, you know, a little bit. It's rigid and that, that's your training thing. But actually, you can diversify into to different areas. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, if someone wants to do something more tax specific, they could do the ATT. Um, we've got a lady in payroll who's doing SIP. So you can, you know, you can start on your level three, do your level four, and then there's ACA, ACCA, there's different places that you can go with that. And with the levels of apprenticeship, once you've got that level, it just means you can take the next step. Yeah. So, I mean, a level seven is the same as a master's or a bachelor's degree. So once you've got that, the world's your oyster, you yeah. can go on to whatever you want. It doesn't have to be specific to the apprenticeship you've done. How interesting. Sounds good. You got, got any questions, Mark? I don't think, I don't think you've covered everything. No, I haven't got any questions, which is unlike me. 
Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> let myself down here. If anyone does have any questions, they get in touch. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, that recruitment email, we're always monitoring that. So if you want to send an email there or just have a call, we're happy to talk to you about yeah. the opportunities. Absolutely. Well, thank you. Thank you. That is very, very, very You're interesting. Very get, get your applications in. Yeah. yeah. yeah we look forward to interviewing you soon. <laughs> thank you very much yeah, thank you're welcome thank, thank you. you so thanks for joining us today and thanks very much to alex and katie for being our guests on the pod if you're interested in apprenticeship or any career at or just get in touch with us on 01905 777 next time we've got a really exciting podcast on the budget oh we can't actually tell you what's going to be in it because it hasn't been announced yet so <laughs> but join us and we'll be going through everything that comes up in that for you if you've got any questions in the meantime, drop us a WhatsApp on 01905 777 600. Thank you. Cheers.